Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Yeah, it's funny you introduce it as an AFL podcast. Now, highlight's never AFL, but... Um, it tends to be the other 40 minutes, though, yeah, yeah. so I tend to focus on. Fair enough. <laughs> um, well, for me, it was uh, the World Cup final. Um, obviously... The build-up was ridiculous, with England finally making it in, bringing the cup home and everything, and then getting knocked out in the uh, semis. Further than they would have thought they would have got anyway. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of those things, once you build up enough momentum, trying to slam on the brakes because you've lost is hard. So I can can get behind that. Um, But what I loved was the English guys I work with, and everyone works with an Englishman, at least one. Or one that thinks they are, because they're close enough, like Irish or whatever. But... uh, all the lead up, all of a sudden, they're coming into work tired because they're doing breakfast uh, parties with their mates and whatnot. They're coming around watching, and then they get knocked out in the semi. But they still got to play the uh, the play relegate, yeah, the yeah. play for third. And they lost. And the funny thing is, I said to a bloke at work, I said, "Oh, you know, did you watch the game this morning?" He's like, "Nah, fuck it. We, got, we <laughs> we're out of the main one. I don't give a fuck if we win the uh, bronze or not." I'm like, yeah. So not even after the consolation prize. Lucky no, that because you didn't. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares about the third place. I was actually more interested in that game than the the final, and it's for one reason because I fucking love watching England get beat a sports they invented. <laughs> Happens fairly regularly, really. Well, it does, except you know where we can't really talk talk much shit about them nowadays because of the the, the old cricket, cricket thing. Yeah, the cricket thing. Yeah, that's going to take a few decades to die down. That one. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think we have to just wipe wipe the slate clean. Get, yeah, a whole, get a whole new list of players in there. Yeah, yeah that's not going to help. I mean, no. New Zealand still goes on about the underball, underarm ball, and that was the 70s. Well, they do. And the thing is that they still go on about it, but their, their team is pretty decent. So, yeah. I mean, they could talk about current current events and uh, they'd still be fine. And, and and they're in the right, let's face it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. But it's a bit funny, though. I mean, England, about half a dozen players get done for ball tampering, but... Uh you know, whatever. Yeah, none of the, none as bad as the Australians, obviously. Yeah, so it just goes to show. For efficiency, are we? we? We do it better, exactly. No, this is true. Uh, Brenton, have you got a highlight of the week past? Um, I, I do, kind of uh, a bit of a low light. I was seeing that um, it's come out in uh, in the news, and by news I mean Reddit, um, that one of the biggest um, sort of science climate denier organisations, the IPA, turns out Gina Reinhardt is uh, the major funder of it. Who, who who would have thought? What a, what a surprise that uh, Gina's come out as uh, one of the biggest cunts in the world. Well, you know, when she makes her money off uh, mining, mining. Uh, I guess environmental impact, not high on her, her idea. List yeah. of priorities, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I don't blame her, her politicians for voting with her. 
like all of them. She, I'm yeah. pretty sure she probably pays both sides off. But when, when you say Gina, Gina Reinhardt's in mining, uh, Gina Reinhardt's in mining, I was get this vision of her with a pickaxe and a shovel out in the bush somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Burying children's pretty bodies. Much, Gina or Reinhardt's in the business of fucking people over, pretty yeah. much. I mean, yeah, not, not quite like the Martin Scully version, but uh, <laughs> she, she's not far off. She learned from her stepmom. Yeah. Well, this is true, yeah. All right, um, I think we might get straight into the footy then. Um, I, I did fuck up, I think, a little bit last week, and I put in the um, the intro for the episode that all our teams won, and exact opposite this week, all our teams lost. But anyway, we'll, we'll get through that. Yeah. Um, the last of the Thursday night games was Adelaide uh, triumphing over Geelong. A bit of an upset, but I think it says a lot about uh, how far emotion can get you going, because yep. this is the week where Rory Sloan fi- signed his probably his last contract, yep. another five years, um, and uh, played a blinder. And the crowd, you could see, it was like he'd come back from a knee Rico or something. Um, they were all over him. Yeah. I mean, it is good to see that uh, Crows can keep uh, at least one player that um, they've been, I was talked about. And I, I thought he was going, but I know, fuck all. Um, so it was good to see that they can keep that because uh, I feel like, if, who were they talking to, the Hawks? And well, Apparently, every team was thrown up. Pretty much. I mean, obviously, yeah. Tigers would have had interest, but they weren't ever going to get him. But I feel like some of that would just take up too much cap space to actually. Um, it'll be short-term success as opposed to investing in the future. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the only the only teams can pay him what he's worth can do better. Yeah, I think. or it's not worth it in their stage of rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how, how do we see the game? Uh, I, th- I thought it was uh, it lived lived up to its expectation. I, when that's because I didn't have a big expectations. I thought Geelong thought, might actually. Was, I thought it was a great game. I thought Geelong yeah. might actually walk all over him. Um, but yeah, Crows uh, four quarter effort, and I mean, if you're trying to get anyone out of the Crows, it's got to be Rory Laird because he was just yeah. absolutely fantastic in this game. Back to form, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was. I think he's only his second time back um, after his injuries. Yep. Um, but yeah, he, he was um, playing like a monster. Um, back to his usual. Yeah, and I mean, it's good to see that. Uh, did I didn't, I didn't hear any booze for for Danger when he was? Uh, <laughs> you weren't listening hard enough then. No, no, they're there. there was no, a booze for Gary Ablett too. I heard those. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they think that he was one of theirs, or <laughs> I don't know? Maybe I thought he was Nigel Smart. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> He's a bit Andrew Jarman-ish. Oh, oh that's just oh, that's just a bit rough. I uh, put long sleeve Guernseys on him. See him on shit ads for car yards <laughs> on Main North Road. Um, yeah, the booze didn't uh, affect Paddy um, all that much because he was absolutely everywhere. Well, that's the thing with Paddy is that uh, the more shit you give him, the better he plays. Yeah. We've, uh, I think every team's found that at the hard way, at least. Um, so, yeah, it's almost worth putting out. Uh, we know Crows love putting out a, a little memo to their members. Usually it's about, you know, how, how shit their club's going. But maybe just tell them next time, just leave Paddy alone. Let's just uh, let, let, the, let the players just handle that. And by members, you mean customers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bryce yeah. Gibbs has gone the knuckle too. Gone the knuckle? Yeah, on Selwood. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Yeah, yeah. the knuckle. Went to went to Tribune on their Tribune was gone. Yeah, nah, nah, come on. Come on, Sally. Well, they gave him a grand fund, didn't they? And then he went, nah, I don't know about that. Well, actually, Gibbs went to the tribunal, and uh, yeah, I think it was a two thousand or fifteen hundred dollar fine. Yeah, and he went and went, "You fucking like, serious? You serious?" And they looked at the video and went, "Yeah, you're right there." And they're like, "Tex, who's your lawyer? Uh, <laughs> let's sort it out." But if that if that's happened, then obviously they've gone. Hang on, he's dropped like a sack of shit. So surely that's staging. Well, it's a good argument, but the tribunal can't bring up staging; only the MRO can. Yeah, um, sort your shit out. Yeah, well, clearly he fucked up because he, he missed. You got it wrong on the first one. Um, although uh, Tex did uh, take his one week, uh, yep. yeah, he only got the one. One week, yeah. Um, I think that was the, the bump on Tui. Didn't deserve it. Well, I mean, it off. 
I thought he deserved a week, but it was interesting to see all the uproar about um, not the action. And it's more concerned with what the actual uh, repercussions of the action was, where, I don't know, I was obviously following a little bit of the media during the week, and yeah, people were pretty pissed off that it shouldn't be defined by what the injuries are, it should just be the action itself. And I'm like, I don't know, man, I'm sort of on the fence here. I, I think that the actual result of it should play a little bit of a part in there. Well, I think it's got to be one or the other. Either uh, you're judged solely on what you've done, not the results of it, or the results of it count in. Because we've seen both this season. Yeah, yeah. you see some actions that go, well, nothing happened. He got straight up straight away. Yeah. That's four weeks. You're like, oh, yeah. okay. And then other times he goes, you know, you get knocked from to kingdom come. And you're yeah. like, well, it's a week. It's I close. mean, you know, the one that comes to mind for me is the Ryan Burton hit on Higgins because he was knocked out fucking cold. And they're like, yeah, nah, nothing there. But then you see someone get hit like uh, like Tui was, get back up, keep playing. Well, and, uh, he did go off. He did go off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a week. So I don't... I don't care if it's one or the other that much, as long as it's consistent. And I think that's the same for everyone. If it's consistent, you go, well, look, uh, the rules say this, he did that, that's what happens. Well, let's go consistency then, because they said head clash, because Ryan Burton keeps coming up. And I keep saying, they were consistent, because they said head clashes, and there were Lacroix earlier. And then they said, well, it's a head clash, play play on. And then people are going, well, hang on, what about the result then? So I think you've got to say, you're right, which one is it? Are we talking action? or Because you see even fans say, well, no, he knocked him out. That should be it. And then they go, well, no, no, but now it's the action. Yep. So I think it, if you have confusion at the MRO, it then creates confusion in the fans. Yeah. And it, obviously there's a fair minute, bit of uh, bipartisan yeah. uh, oh, about it as well. Depending on the... Uh, the yeah, uh, depending on who it is. Yeah. But if you go to knock someone's head off and you miss completely, it's play on. Like, nothing happens. Yeah, exactly. It used to be attempted striking yeah. mm, way back when, but, you know, that doesn't exist anymore. That'd almost be, um, you know, worse than your record because you may be like, you tried to hit someone and missed. Like, I think that should suck. be. I think it should be a bigger penalty because, like, you tried to be a hard man and you're shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, this is, um, uh, I think, a, a gentle reminder of the Crows that they are actually a quality side. Yeah. Um, after you know, put, putting together some some pretty horrible ones, but they're starting to get a few players back. And you go, oh, you know what? Yeah, they they get a run on. What are they? A game out of the eight now? Yeah, I think so. And the percentage isn't great. Yeah, but uh, you know they've got some big games coming up, and if uh, against other sides that are vying for that position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, obviously they've got the showdown later on uh, as well. So they're. The ball's in their court, if you know what I mean. If they're going to play finals, yep. it's because they'll be winning and taking wins away from other teams that are trying to play finals as well. And like two weeks ago, we were questioning about these sort of games, almost writing them as, as Geelong wins, so Crows needed to get those runs on the board in order yeah. to, to play finals. So if they're going to beat these teams at this stage, then you can't write them off, even though we, we have written them off at some yeah. point. <laughs> oh, I actually think Geelong might drop out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on record here, but uh, I don't know if that means Adelaide come in or not. Because I think they've got a pretty tough run home, but uh, they're gonna they're gonna have to get a fair crack. Can Collingwood still stay in the eight? That's all I want to know. It's gonna be t- <laughs> it's gonna be really hard for them. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, the, I don't think we need to talk much about St Kilda versus Carlton. Uh, Carlton, you know, put up a fight for a quarter and a bit. Yeah, it so, wasn't it wasn't football though. So what did you do on Friday night? I actually, you know, what, I, I watched some of it. And I thought, you know what, there's some decent play here, um, but yeah, not much. It, the pressure wasn't on it, and you felt like you knew the result, especially after Cruiser went off as well. I mean, they yeah. had no chance once he was gone. Yep. Um, the only other thing was, you know, those Grey Guernseys. Shockers. Oh, yeah, fantastic, aren't they? thing is, I saw uh, Sauce on AFL 360, I think it was. 
and uh, I'm going to say it was footy classified. If, if with I Caro, think, yeah, one that is, yeah, um, and they put some sort of questions to it. He got really fired up, didn't he? Like he showed more aggression than any of the 22 on the field. Yeah, I reckon he could get a game. Well, I mean. And they had their president come out today, and I can't remember his name at the top of my head because he is one of those very in the background presidents, and yeah. I think very deliberate in they that still sense. Exist? Yeah. Not many of them. Um, and uh, they said, "Look, well, this is what we're doing. You know, we've we've committed to this process." Um, he did sort of stumble at one bit because I said, "Is this the rock bottom?" You know, and he, he goes, "Oh no, not really." Stone cold son of a motherfucker. We, ha- we haven't really hit rock bottom yet. Yeah. Then he also said, "This is as worse as it gets." I'm like <laughs> champ. Those are two things that are the same thing. <laughs> it might sound a little bit better when you put it in your words. But, uh, he said things on the field couldn't get any worse. If one win That's is bottom. rock bottom, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, 2019 is not going to be it's, fun in Carlton. It's right next door, isn't it? It's all right, though. He came out today and like, actually released a press, co- press statement saying that he misspoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely one. Um, no more. I mean, St. Kilda were good enough. Do we, do we need to say more? No, they were obviously good enough, and I watched this game on my... Well, actually, I followed the school, the worm on my app. There and you I was go. like, yep, that's about what I expected. That's about all it deserved to. Um, on to Saturday with uh, Hawthorne and Brisbane down in Tassie. Um, it's fair to say Brisbane um, up and running in this one. They've got the longest active winning streak at the moment. They're, they are the informed Three. team at the moment. <laughs> exactly. Still longest active winning streak. It just shows their, their commitment to, to not winning ever is uh, not trying to get the best draft picks at the end of the season. Yeah. Put a few uh, wins on the board. Don't have any pressure to play finals. This used to be Richmond's strategy, so I know this one very well. Um, and don't take away from it either. I mean, uh, they did it with Hodge was a laid out. Yep. Um, obviously, Harris Andrews is not back yet. Yep. And Charlie Cameron's not playing. So there's, you know, their best leader, yep. um, their best, uh, you know, the best small forward and their best backman. Um, and they still managed to run out uh, lazy five-goal winners. Well, 15 goals, eight is a great return. Like, that's great scoring, great uh, accuracy. And when you're that accurate, all you need is the ball in your forward line and you're going to get results like this. Yeah. And those late goals are only junk-time goals because Brisbane made it junk-time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this was an up-and-down game that could have been anyone's. And you, I mean, you expect Hawthorne to be able to run this out, especially in Tasmania and their record there. But this, this young Brisbane side seems to be clicking this late in the season. Too, yeah. too strong, too, too much run in them. But it's also the ones that stepped up, a lot of them were their young lads. Like he, Christensen didn't do much. Uh, he, he really didn't have much of an effect on the game. Uh, he managed to get a, a decent shot on goal, but that's about it. But it was guys like Cam Rayner especially. He looks like he's going to be a superstar. Yeah, Rayner was great. Um, even uh, He's been likened to Voss, I believe. Yeah, yeah Hipwood was great. I mean, they had a lot of run through the middle, and that's what it was. It's, they, they were so... Um, uh, dominant. Uh, Mick Cluggage yeah. was just about best on ground. Yeah. Cluggage, yeah. Yep. Well, they've got two number one draft picks there. Um, well, no, Cluggage was second. He might be number two. Yeah. But in Rayner and McCluggage, that those two, if they can keep hold of them, well, they have to. Well, it looks that's, like that's, it. That's you know, and they've talked yeah. about, you know, they always talk about culture and that kind of stuff. And it looks like they want to be there. And Hipwood, you throw in that as well, because, yep. you know, they're all around that same age. But I think what sets this apart from Gold Coast is Beams. He is the one who's. He's the don't fuck up my club bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and be him being able to say, I don't want to be captain anymore, I'm dealing with too much shit, yeah. and then come yeah. out and play better footy, you go, yeah. well, one, I mean, we've gone through it before. It is courageous to do it, but two, to actually see the results right before your eyes. You go, yeah. fucking hell, champ, good yep. call. Just one of the boys now, doesn't have to worry yeah. about that stress. 
Um, not the first time I've seen it in the AFL, but uh, it's good to see that they do have that culture there and um, you can see where their future is going to be. Uh, also probably puts more pressure on uh, Gold Coast to, to do something for that northern area. And obviously we were, well, everyone was talking about maybe this whole Queensland uh, football, not experiment, but 4A should be just canned and worry about maybe another team somewhere in Western Australia or even uh, Northern Territory and, and Tasmania. But obviously they're lot of grass their mark there, yeah. A lot of grass shoots up at uh, Brizzy. Yeah. I, I think if done well, it's it's big enough. But uh, Gold Coast hasn't been done well. Oh, it never has. Or I, I don't believe it. It's There's no um, sporting team has ever been survived up there. No. And you can say, oh, yeah, well, that's a nuffy thing to say. Well, as soon as it's not true anymore, yep. we'll change. Yep. You know? Was the Gold Coast yeah. the second longest surviving national sporting team or something? The Gold Coast what? Gold Coast Suns. So oh, the in, second in longest. the Gold Coast. Sorry. Oh, right, right. No, no, right, you mean. Yep. Could be. I don't know. The Titans, are they still going? I know they nearly went under at one stage. But... I think they did go under. I think they might have resurfaced for a short period of time. Yeah. After I don't know. Do they have a Nepal team? Doubt it. Doubt it. I'm not going to Google it. Yeah. Um on the positives, um, I mean, Tommy Mitchell still had 43 touches and a goal. Yep. It's not fucking bad. It's all right. It's uh, nearly, nearly racked up 30 handballs. Yeah, you get it. I, I was trying to think, like, because he he's the only player I know that cops a lot of flack for getting a lot of the ball. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to think of other uh, analogies for it. And he's like a, a test cricketer that averages 55 but never hits a boundary. Yeah, pretty much. You, you know, yeah. it's just ones and twos all the time. Pretty much England in the 90s. He's Damien Martin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Damien Martin batted down the order. More uh, Graham Gooch. Yeah, <laughs> or, you always hate what he'd, he'd like. England opened their, their, their innings for the test. You're like, oh, well, I'll just go do something else for the yeah. first half hour. So average is 55, and that's his run rate yeah. too. I think he's more the one that runs the singles because he's the one where the other batter is like, fucking hell, can't you? I don't want to run all fucking day. It's what I love is when he did his 50 you know, uh, possession games and they show his 50 possessions, yep. and he doesn't do any of the you know, one, two, three, you know, three possessions in the space of... Uh, one, you know, uh, play. play. Yeah. It is all get it, get rid of it, and then yep. the play's gone. But he just keeps doing it. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I stood. I didn't have him in the best three on the ground, even though forty three touches in a goal. Well, that's it. It's a, it looks good on the stats, but when you actually watch the game, I mean, it's hard well, to go it, past uh, two more Brisbane players. Uh, yeah. And also, oh, Jager for me was yeah, Jager's yeah, yeah, best yeah, on ground for, for in sure. a losing side. Yeah. I mean, uh, would he have twenty uh, odd touches, eight tackles, and four yeah. goals? Yeah. But again, that shows a bit of the problem with Hawthorne was... Um, Hogging the ball, apparently. O'Meara <laughs> was the leading goal scorer at four. Um, yeah. There was yeah. no forward line. There was no lead-up marks. Um, and, you know, Hawks are going to find it very hard in the back end of the year. Sicily got an injury too, didn't he? Broke his wrist. Yeah. yeah. Was so that training or...? No, he did it during this game. game. Right. Um, but he obviously finished out the game. And Monday he said, oh, geez, it's still sore. And they went, oh, I think, yep. champ, I think there's something wrong here. So he went in and got it... Uh, checked out and then straight into the surgery so yeah I, this is also the, the time of year where um journos try and start articles because everyone's sort of just retiring players yeah yeah uh, i noticed they threw puopolo up there saying that uh he's probably uh beyond his best footy and he's 30 and time to move on i think he's actually a decent little leader back there or well, around the ground well, he, he, he goes back goes forward goes everywhere no uh, he's he spends a lot of his time 40 out from goal I, I, he doesn't move far from there these days um, it is that pressure forward that um, there's not enough pressure in the forward line. So he, he yeah. does his job, but I don't think it's his fault either that he's not having the impact that he once had. Yeah. Well, um, his intensity is there. It always is. He looks like an angry little rodent. Yeah. But um, I think 
the forward line needs that intensity and that uh, hassle. It does, but it's not working out because um, he's five foot two. He, he needs a, a marking target near him. Um, yeah, to, you know, yeah. to make those contests because there's a lot of a lot of the times where the ball bombing in long to Paul Piopolo and whoever else yeah. in a one on one. he's he not does, he's he, not outmarking those ones though. He wins a couple. He wins granted it, on the ground. Of, <laughs> sometimes it's just through sheer ass, but I, I I think he's got no year in him. Maybe, but if he does, it's one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Luke Bruce had the worst game I've ever seen him play after the best game I've ever seen him play the week before. I mean, that's Luke Bruce, though, isn't it? That's what he does. Not yeah. normally, not normally that bad. But anyway, I'll just just with Pablo, if Gold Coast come and say, "Look, we'll take him off your hands for some cash," you'd, you'd probably oh, be yeah, looking at it. He'd do it in a heartbeat if yeah. they offered two years because he's he's probably mm. only going to get one else. They could probably use him. Uh, to be fair, they could use anyone that knows what a football looks like. So yeah. well, also, I think what lets him down is not having Berger on the team with someone actually deliver the ball into the forward line. Well, I mean that's and there's a depth problem in Hawthorne. I mean they yeah. now they they're without Burgoyne, Birchall, and Sicily. They're yep. three backmen who can kick because yeah, the other yeah. ones can't. <laughs> well, they've used Impy in Burgoyne's role, and it just highlights how good Burgoyne still is. Yeah, like, Impy's a quality player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not the playmaker that Burgoyne uh, is. He, he needs to be an outside runner where yeah. Burgoyne's you know cool, calm, and collected on the inside. All right, out to Melbourne and the Bulldogs again. Uh, Melbourne did what they liked. Um, big Maxi Gorn. If he isn't favourite for the Brownlow, then it's only because people don't know what they're talking about. That, and has he been playing the whole season this year? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. He's he's quality, and he he reads the play so well for a bloke who he's not fast. He's constantly in motion though. Yeah. He's always moving towards where the ball's going to be. He's yeah. got a good tank for a ruckman. Well, especially one who used to thing. smash a pizza and a few ciggies on his way to <laughs> his way to training. He's managed to right. actually come through a right. He's one of the anomalies right, of, of uh, diet dieting. He's also a hard guy to dislike. Like he, he just comes across as such a good bloke. Well, yeah. if you don't like him, then it's probably like it, you're a bit of a cunt. It's on you. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite clearly. Um, he's uh, dominated this one with the hitouts, but he's also geez, he clunked some marks. Um, well, I mean, you can expect that from the, from the big man every now and then. That's what they're there for. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If uh, Mason and Cox start taking marks, then everyone else will fall off around a little bit. Um, but yeah, Clayton Oliver had a big game as well. He's managed to rack up a few possessions. Yep. Uh, I thought he's been uh, pretty off off and on for for someone who's had a lot of hype behind him. But you generally see that. Um, but I think he's come back to a bit of form. And they need that because uh, a couple of injuries for them as well. They've got Hibbard, who's uh, done a, a quad, I believe, yeah, in training. Yeah, this week. Yeah, um, so he's going to be a out. Big out for them. Yeah, yeah. so you start need to need some of your, some of your players to put Step together. Up. Yeah, consistency across a lot of games. And well, I wouldn't mind you know somebody in the absence of Hibbert. Obviously, they've lost uh, Lever as well. Somebody even like yeah. Petrarca to go back and go. You know what? Let's run off the halfback and, and be the quarterback type of role. Yeah, I know that. Be the distributor because he's good enough. I think Petrarca's still a season or two out from taking that role. But uh, mind you, put him in there now because they're they're playing finals. They develop. Um, yeah, it's all about development. Give him the challenge. He's still young, and I mean, he's obviously taken on as someone who's going to be uh, a big. He's going to be a super position player, yeah. yeah. And you have to learn from the mistakes of other ones who who have that sort of label, like mm, uh, Jack Watt and yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, even some of the uh, GWS players, uh, fucking Patton. He'll, he'll, he'll do like that. Yeah, well, he, he looks like a thirty-year-old bicep. So yeah, you know. so you get, especially they've got a bit of uh, experience in this team now, so you can throw him on the ground, get him to learn from other players, and, and see how that sort of. Develops yeah. him as, a, as, as his own player, but in terms of development too, how good's Angus Brayshaw been lately? Like this is his his breakout season. Yeah, well, yeah. head knocks has always been his issue. Yeah, he's put a helmet on. He's, he's the first player I've seen put a helmet on and get better. Yeah, yeah, I, yep. I'll go with that. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the other day, um, excluding Ruckman, there's more helmets in the AFL than there are people that wear their socks up. 
You notice none of there's about besides Ruckman because they wear it because they got shin pads. Yeah, yep. there's probably I reckon three or four players in the entire AFL that wear their socks up. Heath Shaw, I think Burgoyne does. Yeah. Um, oh God, there was one more I I, th- I thought of um, on the weekend, but I can't think of it now. But that's about it. So Everyone else socks down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tex oh, yeah. Taylor Walker yep. always wears his socks up. There's fuck all. Yeah. These days, it's it, just something it, I used to put the black tape around yeah. the yeah. around the things so they I stay did. up. I yeah. loved my socks. I always sewed my socks up. Yeah. How the fuck does Black Tape not sponsor an AFL team? Like, it's, uh, what's the brand? I can say it's like... No-name no insulation tape, no, no, always. No. It's like Odo or something like that. Always no-name no brand. It's, it's usually stolen, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever one the mine used, Tasminko, Black Tape. Yep. <laughs> they, must, they must have just thought, how the fuck are we going through so much of this shit? No, they knew exactly what yep. it was. It's mining. Rape and pillage is their <laughs> MO. All right, anyway, the Demons won by 50, which they should have, you know, against a side yeah. not playing finals. They need to do that uh, against a side that is playing finals. McRae back to form too, though. So if you're talking about uh, dark horses besides Maxi Gorn, he's, he's still got, he's been missing a few weeks for injury. But I was going to say, he must be back his in. first or second game back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, he's snuck back in. He's still got a chance at the uh, uh, Brownlow um, if he pulls in enough games. So I think, yeah. I think uh, my money's still on Maxi, though. But yeah. uh, you never know. But really, you only need nine top games to win. Yeah, that's all. Only. That's it. Much. You know? yeah. That's yeah. why everyone wins on. Yeah, exactly. Who was the last Ruckman? Was it Jim Stones? Uh, Scotty Wind. Scotty Wind. Fuck, there's one I didn't, didn't remember. Yeah, I, I can't recall off the top of my head if there was another one since Scotty Wind. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Corey McKernan got the most votes yeah. one year, but yeah. he, he didn't. Uh, Dodgely near oh. person right in the yeah. uh, air. <laughs> Um, Adam Goods, but he was he, he, rover, he yeah. played ruck, yeah. but he was really a ruck rover. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Gold Coast Suns and Essendon. Essendon did enough. Yep, Essendon did some stuff and still playing above what you know they probably should. Yeah. Um, uh, Devin Smith. Yeah, cracking goal. Not bad. Little, little dribbler on I, the outside. I tell you what, if if that's not goal of the year, then it, it better be something good because it's it's a contender right there. Yep. It's yeah, it's fucking bullshit. He should never have had that fucking yeah. shot. But it's those kind of shots you can take against Gold Coast because you're like, oh, yeah. well, why yeah. not? <laughs> Your mate's going to forgive you for those Let's ones. Try. You're not playing for the game. Um, I did see an interview with uh, Stewie Jew today, um, actually. Yep. Uh, we we're recording on Wednesday, so uh, to keep it relevant. Yep. Um, we're talking about Tom Lynch because um, pretty much that's all anybody talks about at Gold Coast these days. Yep. And he said, you know, it's after 18 and we don't know. That's usually a fair yeah, bad sign. Yeah, he's usually gone. I appreciate the honesty there. Yep, absolutely. Right down the middle. He goes, yeah. But we're preparing for both. Good. It's one of yeah. those ones where you can't go out there and go, oh, we're taking it one week at a time. Like, mate, you've been doing that 18 weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah. Pretty sure. We're he's fairly not. sure he's not going to be here next year. Although, to be fair, I thought the same last week about Rory Sloan and he re-signed. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a few media people that uh, got egg on their face for that one. Yeah. yeah. So, what's what's the deal with, uh, apparently, they're cleaning out their assistant coaches' ranks as well. Yeah, they've already so, told it. Because there's a new, uh, the Coaches Association has rules right. that assistant coaches need to be told by the end of the start of August or the end of okay. August, they need to be told if they're going to be offered another contract. Yeah. And they've already told a few, don't worry about it. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see who's going to take up those roles. It could be these people that were trying to push into retirement at this point of the year. They're like, uh, actually, now I can start jockeying for how I'm going to get my way into the coaching ranks. Well, it's it's the new Vogue thing, isn't it? To take um, a bloke just on the edge of retirement, yeah. play him for a year and give him a coach. Yep. Um, obviously, there's a lot of Hawthorne players that have done it, but Stevie J was almost the same thing, even yeah. though he ended up going to Sydney rather than GWS. Yep. Um, you know, it does seem to be a smart move. It hasn't really backfired yet, that anyone that I can think of. Yeah, well, it's still in that sort of trial phase where it's going to be another yeah. three three years or so before you see the fruits of that uh, decision-making. 
but it makes more sense having that as the expectation. Whereas when they got yeah. Ablett in, they wanted, all right, you've got to lead our team and be the inspiration yeah. and be the on-field coach. Yeah. And, and he's not that work. player. Because yeah. uh, if you want to be Gary Ablett, you have to be Gary, Gary Ablett. Yeah. yeah. Well, even Sydney, they've uh, put McVeigh in his contract that he's actually going to have a year of coaching after his playing is finished. And I'm wondering if that's a preemptive move to lock him up uh, for their coaching role as opposed to getting to the end of his career and uh, someone's going, well, we can offer you a coaching role as well if you come yeah. across to uh, you know Tasmania Tigers. Or, or Probably, whatever, but yeah. if Gold Coast or Carlton aren't offering him money to make it worth breaking that contract, I'd be shocked. Yeah. And they aren't doing their job. Yeah. Because yeah. they could fucking yeah. use him. Uh, who, who would be the other on-field leader that you think could be Gold Coast should target, for example? Um... Well, I mean, the Vogue thing is to look at Hawthorne. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you throw money at Burgoyne because he can still fucking play. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, besides that, I, I don't know. Um, it's not Brendan Goddard. I don't know. No, no one would want to listen to him talk no. even more shit as a coach. You have to actually pay attention and do what he says then. Yeah. I'd say maybe Nathan Jones. Yeah, but I think he's like. He's pretty happy where he is. And, and Melbourne are yeah. on the up. So yeah. you want to get somebody that's falling down. Yeah, I mean, um, it'd be pretty crazy if you didn't go after Sean, Sean Grigg. <laughs> Premiership Ruckman, Sean Premiership Grigg. Ruckman, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is somebody out of uh, the, the, the Tigers or um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any 30-year-olds, like maybe a, a Dixon out of uh, yeah. the Bulldogs. Yeah. Mundy, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's hard to get him out of the West. Yeah. 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 That's the thing, though. You can't... If you're Gold Coast, their list manager, you can't look at it and go, oh, it's going to be tough. You're like... Well, no, we've got to try. We've got to put numbers in there. We've got, yeah. to, we've got to put our hand up, and if he says no, fuck it. But Because uh, you're dying by inches. Yeah. I mean, somebody like Pendlebury, but you're not going to move him. You know, there's those kind of players. He's three go, years away from uh, yeah. taking that. Yeah. Um, all right. On to one of the games of the round in the Giants and the Tigers. Um, I like this one because I tipped the upset, and it came through, and I, I needed the upsets for my... Uh, my office tipping. Yeah. Um, some of the other ones didn't come through, but never mind. Um, it was. It, it did look like the, the Tigers were just that step off all night. It, even Dusty was getting plenty of the ball, but just wasn't quite there. Yeah, and seventeen people getting uh, Dusty getting caught out by some players for yeah. strategy now as well. And uh, this is the loss we had to have. Is how I'm framing it. Good, good work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're, you're right. We were a step off, and I don't know. It seems like. Uh, obviously, our interstate record isn't that great this year, and it's almost no, like it's, we're like, ah, fuck it, you know, zero. No, we know they're going to play as the MCG at some point. Yeah, but. it's four losses. Yeah. Um, all four losses have been interstate, but yep. they, they've been losses with reason, though. I felt. Yeah, we just thought we had a good chance. Um, you played shit and had a good chance. Yeah. The reason I thought was Castagna zero five. Well, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, let's, let's face it, that's not a good return. He almost shot the moon. Yeah. Well, pretty, yeah, sure. Uh, Rioli kicked three goals, though, uh, which I thought was uh, a handy little pick-up in, in the absence of the other small forwards not doing a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it seems like, I don't know, yeah, just one of those one of those days where you don't really step it up when you need to and almost a bit of what, looking around about who's going to who's gonna get us across the line. Um, um, there was some, from the Giants side of things, there was some nice work by young players and there was a, a rising star nod to uh, young Taylor, I think his name was. Yeah. Um, you go, oh, yeah, he's got something, you know. Yeah. Um, and there was a few others uh, on the board as well. You go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you can see where they're going with this. Yeah. Um, th- there's um, some green shoots there. They they look like more like the side that we thought they were going to be at the start of the year. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, Leeds isn't far off coming back. Um, Scully a couple of other weeks away. So, yeah. Tell you what, they're the danger for that last spot in the eight, as far as I'm concerned. But even then, it seems like they had a game they maybe could have ran away with, and 
took their foot off the gas. It wasn't for a bit of Richmond wayward kicking, especially coming into that the last half where you know we're going to be um, pretty formidable, especially that third quarter. Uh, yep. It's almost lucky that we scored behinds that probably should have been goals. Well, that's it. The, the Richmond still had all that run in the the final quarter, yeah. and they're the best four quarters, the fourth quarter side, like I said, um, on, on previous weeks. Uh, but it's just that half a step. It was just off. Yep. Um, yeah. Like I said, you know, Dusty got caught sometimes when he wouldn't have, and uh, yep. the kicks weren't quite going there. The goal kicking was obviously fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, um, Dawson Simpson playing in the rucks actually been a bit of a. Uh, you know, a welcome actual proper ruckman they've got now. <laughs> well, he's playing against Nane Curvis, who's you know not an out and out ruckman, but he does enough around the ground. I do feel like with Dawson Simpson, you know exactly what you're going to get, though. Pretty much, you're yeah, gonna get, yeah, you, he's a lumberer. Like, this is what's going to happen. You don't even have to look at him. You know, a name Dawson Simpson that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that speaks volumes. Um, first game back for Toby Green as well. Uh, kicked a nice couple of goals. Yeah, he did what he expected for him coming the first game back. I yeah. thought he, yeah, I thought he just had a good showing. Once he warms up and gets into it, it's going to be annoying everyone again. Yeah, well, exactly right. Um, but yeah, on the Tiger side of things, Brandon Ellis is good to see. Uh, he's still playing good, even in a team that sort of had some struggles. Uh, he had obviously that time in the, in the races, and I thought he's stepped up ever since then and shown what he what he what, what he should be doing week in week out. Do, do they shake the tree on this one and, and go? You know what, we need to change some things up. Or do they just say, you know what, we lost in a state, we're back, we're back in Melbourne now, we'll be fine. Well, I think it's it's a, it's an okay loss to have, but you still want to run some other players in form in the A's as well. Yeah. So you've still got like um, uh, Townsend, who's been running around. You've got um, fucking Short, who was, uh, hang on, was Short? No, Short yeah, played short, this game. Short played. Short yeah. played. Um, who's the other one in the resi who's been killing it but plays shit? In the in in the AFL, not Shy Bolton or no Shy Bolton has this is his first his first game back yeah. playing uh, A's as well, but um, uh, Miles, oh, you got Miles who's run around there. So I think it's maybe an opportunity just to put some other players in there just in case you get at games like this. You know, yeah. um, you want to have expand uh, your depth. Yeah. Also, I think it provides a bit of motivation for people who are in the races as well to yeah. to set the game up and make sure our depth is still going to be there. Um. All right, that'll do for the for the Tigers. On, on to the MCG. The other upset that I picked, and I, I don't know if it was really an upset though. With the, I think the injury list for Collingwood really um, starting to settle in when yeah. they've lost their back line, and then you have Kennedy, um, Darling, and Lacroix all come back come in the same game. game. Yeah. Um, even though they're obviously out of match fitness, they're just quality players. They're going to do something, aren't they? Well, th- their main talent is reading the ball and uh, marking, which isn't. It's not really fitness dependent. It's touch dependent. Yeah. So you have a good first quarter and you're up for a whole game. Um, so I don't think the lack of match fitness really affects them that much. The drop off isn't as dramatic as someone who needs pace, for example. Um, and also, uh, who was it? Darcy Moore. Um, his first game back as well. Yeah. I thought he did really well down back. But I mean, he's playing against absolute superstars and without their regular full back, Lyndon Dunn, um, yeah. there as well. Um, I thought he had a really good game. Was yeah. best game, his best game for the year by by a mile. Well, he's another one they floated up as potentially leaving it, isn't he? Yeah, but his managers came out and said, "No, nah, he's probably going to stay." And yeah. that's not a tactic to drive up a price. No, that, yeah. that, when, when manager says that, it means we're not even looking. Um, yeah. Which I was surprised on. I thought he was going to go. Yeah, and I thought there'd be a lot of interest to um, really force that force that decision if they yeah. needed to be. Um, I thought he's shown a lot of potential, and in a side like Collingwood, who has a lot of young players with a lot of potential, it's about keeping them fit. Um, it could have been like an easy one to pick off because you're going to have to start throwing some cash around to these players uh, in the next couple of years. So, yeah, uh, managing contracts and salary cap might be a bit difficult for Collingwood in the future. Yeah. 
Um, Dugowie was a monster again. Um, he, I think he might actually challenge side bottom for Collingwood's best and fairest this year. Yeah. So if there's an, another player that's really done well to get that boot up the arse that he got yeah. um, at the start of the year, yeah. um, which, is, which is good. Um, but otherwise, it was uh, pretty much domination all over the ground um, for West Coast. Uh, yeah. uh, the only sad story, which you know has been well covered, is Nick Nat's done his other knee. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame for everyone. Yeah. Because he is a spectacular player. A spectacular player, the top bloke, you know, <laughs> just the nicest bloke. And it was yeah. funny that, you know, some people were going, oh, you know, is this the end of Nick Nat? And I'm like, he's he's only 28. Right? Yeah. He's yep. got a fair amount of footy left in him. And he's not the kind of bloke to drop his head. Yeah, exactly. You know, he just seems to be... And he came out pretty much said, you know, oh, soldier on, suck it up, on you go. But it does seem every fucking time he comes back, he comes back too early. Ah. Oh, I don't. It was think the other so. knee this time? Yeah, I don't think it was this time. Remember, they were talking about coming back, uh, having come back for the finals last year, and you're like, "Well, that's going to be too early." Yeah. I can see why you do it, and you know, I want to see it happen. But I think you know he had a c- complete year out. Yeah, mm. yeah, you know, plus a couple of weeks. And so. that's it. It wasn't like it was um, uh, a real hard contest or something that he no, did it in. It was, it was nothing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's almost like when you uh, see someone do their Achilles and you're like, how the fuck did that happen? It's just yeah, running along. And- it was nothing in it at all. Was it a full ACL? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's just nothing. There was no, hardly any contact, just landed, done. And it was funny because he, he limped off yep. and apparently straight away, yeah, I know what this is. Yeah, and that's that's the worst thing. You, obviously, uh, coach came out afterwards and was like, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. And so you know that. But uh, Willie Rioli kicking three as well. So a little bit of a round for the Riolis. Um, yeah, obviously... Uh, Cyril retiring, this looks like it's gonna, always going to be like when Ian Hill retired and Gilchrist came in. You've got someone that comes <laughs> in and people just forget you real quick. <laughs> Only difference was Healy got pushed out by Gilchrist. Yeah, well, this is true. But uh, he, um, he's making a habit of popping up for uh, making some handy contributions, oh, Willie. Yeah, yeah, and this might give a bit of cause for a uh, thought where Morris, Morris Rioli Jr. is going to go. Who's going to play with? Yeah. Um, he's always said he wants to be the Tigers, but... I think he's 15 or 16, isn't he? Yeah, something so like that. Coming through, coming yep. through. Um, but yeah, West Coast could be one where he ends up going as well. He's going to have some family out there, so... Well, uh, did, Morris would have played enough. Actually, he, he might qualify um, for both Waffle uh, games for a father-son and Richmond. I don't know if he played 100 for Richmond, Morris. Uh, I'm not sure. You go close. Know. Anyway, before me. doesn't matter. Um, uh, Brody Grundy had another good game as well yep. um, for, for uh, the Magpies. And uh, to be honest, I think they missed Mason Cox, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I think he's... Uh, well, he's a dynamic weapon, just because he's so fucking massive. He's unique. And he's a very, very good mark. It's hard and to stop. Generally, he's a pretty reliable goal shot within um, about 30 metres. Interesting to see if he comes back next week. Yeah. Uh, the other upset um, that I tipped was North to go over the Swans. Um, and uh, it's fair to say they probably should have. But uh, anyway, cracking game um, at Etihad Stadium. And yeah. North had plenty of chances. Swans are... Uh, Doing the rivalry no harm and also keeping the tradition of 90 men on the field. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, well played there. I, I like the, the controversy that surrounds it, like, uh, because they showed vision on, on Fox Sports or something and they asked Longmire and he goes, No, nah, AFL hasn't said nothing to us. <laughs> 24 hours later, they've said, it, Please explain. And we're like, We know what's going to happen. They're going to say, Yeah, don't do it again. Sorry, yep. move on. It gets forgotten about. At yeah. Max will be a fine. Oh, and even that's, you know, oh, come on. But anyway, it's the way it goes. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with getting rid of runners entirely. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'd rather see some yeah, players sure. make the decisions and the coach can do what he wants to do at uh, quarter-time breaks and whatnot. I would have been fine with it, but all our on-field coaches have fucked off to other clubs. <laughs> yeah. now, so. I think they should get rid of the runners and have, um, they should have delegated uh, 
advice givers in the stands yeah. compete with the rest of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, pass the megaphone. There you go. A um, lot to be said for this Swans wins because obviously they lost last week uh, Jack McVeigh and Hanbury, yeah. and then lost Josh Kennedy in the first quarter. Yep. So that's a fair old trio. Oh, and Heath Grundy um, before yeah. the start of the game. Um, and I reckon North Melbourne really missed a beat here yep. um, because they had Mad Jack up forward and they had Benny Brown up forward. And the problem is they're both lead-up marks. Yeah, They're not stand, wrestle, and win a one-on-one contest mark. Yeah. Yeah. And they should be. But there was times where Benny Brown, he couldn't out-muscle Dane Rampey. And I thought, champ, all you need to do is hold your ground and put your hands up. Yeah. And he, he couldn't do it. Um, I've seen him sometimes, I thought, he's playing for free kicks. But he's not. He's just that... Like uncoordinated, or it doesn't like put it. off. It looks like um, I don't know. His feet are too big. I don't know. Sometimes he's wearing like, like flippers. Yeah. I think he's top heavy. Yeah, he's yeah. just yeah. the old pigeon legs. But yeah. on the lead, no worries. And I think North Melbourne didn't look for him on the lead enough. No, and that's where they. they well, also uh, they had a Lear slotting back into that zone a lot. But they had Magic though. On yep. and it's hard to say who got the better of that duel too. Because Magic it is too, because obviously Lear kicking the winning goal and took uh, quite a few. Took some nice grabs, yeah, including one right in the middle of the ground in the last 30 seconds. But Madge had four, um, mm. which is, you know, pretty and good kick, return from that lad. Kicked great. a nice one from the pocket too, yeah, late yeah. in the game, yeah. very late in the game. Uh, it's one of those ones where you'd probably say they both had their values raised. Yeah, um, yep, absolutely. And it's probably Madjack's best uh, forward game. Previously, his best games were in flashes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd best agree with game, that. Full stop. No, I think he's better in the back line, to be honest. Um, but for the entirety of the game, though, it looked like uh, the Swans would always go down the middle, and they had plenty of runners down the middle. Yeah, and North would always go out in the wings. Yep. Um, mm. And Brenton, you said many times, that's not how you play Eddie had. Yeah, and North should know that. They should. Uh, that's that's how they usually play uh, yeah. Eddie had. And I don't know if that's just a I don't know maybe they outcoached themselves or if they were forced that way from Sydney's defense. But also we got Goldstein getting fifty hitouts. Yeah, like that's giving you avenue to pretty much do what you want with the ball. It's about getting it first. But very few of those were hitouts to advantage. Yeah. I saw a lot of them where he was literally tapping down a Swans player's throat who was not being marked up. Yeah, which that's not good rucking. Or or somebody is not doing their job on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, if you're getting that that dominating hitouts that that bad, then surely before you know the ball goes up, you have a little chat to you yeah, on board and say, "Hey, so this is what I'm going to do." Um, I mean, uh, Jack Zebel uh, kicked uh, five and had a great game. Yeah. Um, but I felt like sometimes he needed to be up the ground more. Um, Higgins got plenty of the ball, but I reckon he butchered it a little bit in this one. It, and, by his standards. Yeah. And yeah. his standards are pretty Usually fucking pretty high. clean, yeah. Um, this year. How much money did you get the AFL this round? What? How much money did the AFL get? From Higgins this round? None. Oh, but he's let the side down. Well, what's he, what's he doing? Does he uh, you, a few bribes on a bit no, of coffee? Or? Usually the MRO finds somebody for touching up Higgins. He, oh, right. It's just a situation yeah, normal. Up to yep. 10 grand. I think he's uh, bought Gil McLaughlin a Ferrari by now, but... Um, for, no. for 10 grand. Yeah. All right. Um, keep going. Keep cheap, going. Fer- cheap Ferrari. Um... Dino or something. Anderson was all right as well, but it was really um, Rampy and Heaney that had a great one. And on the flip side, North f- fucked up by stacking uh, the right side of the ground, like the right side of the spine, with uh, Clark, uh, McDonald, and also fucking um, Atley. Three terrible ball users yeah. all on one side yeah. of the ground. Not great idea. And Heaney coming back from injury hasn't had Mr. Step, really. No, he's, his best game for the year uh, yeah. was mm. this one. Um I thought the uh, 
Tarrant v Buddy. Um, they did really well forcing Buddy up the ground. Yeah, um, they didn't let him get the ball inside the forward fifty um, for the first three quarters. Um, but it still means he gets lots of the ball, uh, yep. and he's a very good ball user. But he's not as damaging that far up. Um, but when the pressure's on, um, you step up. Yeah, final three minutes, and he kicks two goals, and you go, "Well, that's Buddy." Yep, and even when he puts it on the ground, all he needs to get the ball and he can kick it 60, you know, yeah. a couple of steps just around the corner. Yeah, and creating contests up forward, and that's why Ronk ends up with five goals. Yeah, yeah. And, and snuck up on you too. And yep. you go, when he kicked the last one, you go, oh, fuck, he's up to five. Yeah. Um, and th- there was uh, one, um, you know, and like I said, I, I had a go at Aaliyah Aaliyah last year, uh, last week um, when he went for the screamer at the end and cost him a goal. Yeah. He obviously turned around this week and in the last minute uh, he was brilliant. Kicked his first goal of his yeah. career plus took a, a diving mark. I don't know if he's read the ball well or he's lucky to be in the right spot. They're not mutually doesn't exclusive. Yeah. And you're right. It doesn't matter which one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, th- I think that North let one get away here. But uh, great game. Great game to watch. Um, yeah. It was also good on the way out. I know Buddy got booed but you know he's a good player that happens. Yeah. Um, on the way out his old man who you cannot miss his old man. He's always in the stands. At, he's, at, he's always at, there. At the MCG that he had. In the AFL or in the Swans members uh, yeah. part actually. You see him in the outer a bit. Yeah. Um, fucking huge. But I saw about a dozen people go up and shake his hand after the yeah. game, wearing um, all colours, yep. including a Hawthorne bloke. Yeah. Uh, it's always a Hawthorne Guernsey at every well, game. I, I've said to Josh, actually, I always see one, and uh, I forgot about it this game. He goes, look, yeah. there you go. Uh, Luke Hodge was doing the Channel 7 commentary. I said, there's right. mate. It was yep. a bloke in a Hawthorne Guernsey getting his Guernsey signed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, on to the last game. Frio versus Port Adelaide. Um it was a dour game, but uh, the only discussion was uh, Robbie Gray getting knocked the fuck out. Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, um, very disappointing for a few reasons, that one, obviously. Um, it did turn the game. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. think Frio wins without Robbie Gray getting knocked out. No, well, it was funny because they started scoring after Robbie Gray got knocked <laughs> out, like both teams. Horrible first half. Terrible. I think it was like three goals, ten kicked in total. Yep. Um, yeah. But also uh, disappointing because he gets referred... Uh, uh, Directly to the tribunal, no, yep. nice or whatever his fucking name is, nice. Um, and Frio play guilty, which is it robs us all because Frio defence at the tribunal is a fucking <laughs> highlight. <laughs> yep. They just went, yeah, we'll take whatever you guess. <laughs> yeah, Frio defence at any of their indiscretions has been hilarious. Actually, yeah, exactly. And we we missed out on this one. Yeah, so that's a shame. He got one, yeah, uh, three, three. Yeah. No. Well, play guilty. That's what happens. Well, three. I thought was fair enough. I mean, it's funny. I thought, with I thought three would be a high side, not guilty. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Like, uh, play, 
Well, they, they don't give discount for guilty anymore. Well, they may as well plead not guilty. Fuck it. <laughs> no, I think they weren't. You know, it's going to happen. Let's just take it. Oh, yeah. There we go. What is it? Fair enough. That's what it is. Um, a little bit disappointing from Port Adelaide, but um, even in their recent, I think there were five on the trot before this, but yep. they weren't overly impressive. Um, no. no, not at all. And now, now they're up against it because uh, you know you don't know if Paddy Ryder is going to rock up again this week either. And Robbie Gray. I mean, they're the two best players for him by a mile. Yeah. And I mean, Wingard's had a, a decent season, especially since he's been allowed to run through the ground and not yep. being stuck in the forward lines. And, I mean, one of the ones that sort of dropped off, I thought, was Power Pepper. He had a lot of... He should be that enforcer and really um, <laughs> busting packs. And he seems to be, you know, just uh, coming and going. Well, he's missing in, in the need second-year player. And I yeah. really do believe in second-year blues. Yep. Um, uh, second-year players are worse than first- and third-year players. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. just funny how how often that's true. I think part of that's the expectation, and also the the damage that gets done to a young lad playing a full season of football in the first year. Yeah, it takes a fair bit to come back out of it. Yeah, and he had his little indiscretion off the ground as well. You know, it just shows that um, you know the ego is getting a bit uh, further ahead. But good clubs will pull that back in, and you know, I, th- I think he's just got to learn when to use his aggression, and that comes with experience. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll get there. Not at the nightclub, apparently. Not at the nightclub. All right, so let's move on and have a look, quick look at uh, round 18 as we come up to it. Friday night, uh, the Saints and Tigers in Maddie's match. Um, I think the Saints can put it up to them, but uh, you'd expect Tigers to bounce back. Uh, so I, I, I want the Saints to be competitive, but I just I look at the matchups and I don't see it. Yeah, they could be within a couple of goals by three-quarter time, but you'd expect Tigers to run over them in the fourth. You'd hope so. And Saints tend to put one over the Tigers every season, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, last year they put 70 on before yeah. half-time or something, so yep. it could happen. Um, perfect time for the North Melbourne to make an appearance at the MCG to take on Collingwood. Yeah. Um, the injuries of Collingwood are starting to really stack up, but uh, have North got it in them for this one? Yeah, easy. I think they do. I think North can get across the line on this one only because the it could could be attrition. And if Goldstein can can have a a game like he did last week against uh, Grundy, Grundy, um, this I think this is where it could be won or lost. I think a depleted midfield for for Collingwood could see um, yeah North get first use of the ball, and I think that's where the game won or lost. Well, uh, Dugowie is obviously the X factor player who yeah. who can change it. So whoever plays on him, which it, it's not going to be. Probably won't be Majak Door. He'll probably go forward again. Um, you'd think probably Thompson, Thompson, but he's not quite fast enough. Yeah. So I don't know whether they put Atley back there. Well, or it's, He's going to need help. But it, it yeah. could... Uh, if Mason Cox plays, then you know, Tarrant's probably going to go to him. Well, yeah. Cox, Cox isn't at this, at this stage. They're yeah. not expecting him to play. Okay. Um, so I'd, Tarrant's uh, probably going to play intercept Mark. In that case, we, they might even put him on Stevenson. I know Stevenson's only a first-year player, but um, and he had a bad week last week, Stevenson. Yeah. But, yeah. You, but you got to stop him and Dugowie because they yeah. work well together. Yeah. But if you're the backline coach, you're thinking, all right, who's kicking their goals? Uh, well, Cox obviously not if he's out. Yeah. But then you're saying Dugowie's their danger guy, and the rest of them are probably midfielders. Yeah. In terms of guys who can uh, turn matches. Yeah. So assuming Jacobs is in, which he's been out for five weeks, in and out. With yeah. uh, late concussion. concussion. He's been to five different specialists, apparently, and they've all just sort of shrugged their shoulders and gone, fuck, if we know. <laughs> That's um, you're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But, you know, obviously when it's concussion sort of like symptoms, you don't really want to have a guy play, get concussed again yeah. with brain damage or something. Yeah. So you err on the side of caution, uh, particularly because, you know, probably not winning the flag this year. You don't want to blow yeah. the guy in on field. So 
if he plays and he can go to either Pendlebury or Sidebottom at this side stage, bottom. probably saying Sidebottom. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think North kill him, but that's assuming uh, Jacobs is good and assuming to go he doesn't get off the leash, and also assuming they decide to kick to a player in the yeah. forward line, not just let more take some speckies on someone's head. Well, more more space up forward might help him. Uh, Swans and the Suns at the SCG. Don't worry about that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I think Gold Coast is just uh, happy to happy to visit Sydney. I yep. suppose. Essendon and Fremantle at Etihad Stadium. You'd expect Essendon um, to do that, uh, do their job against a depleted Fremantle. Yeah, they'll do a number. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think they'll get across big, by five. I don't, I don't see it even being close. Bell Chambers is going to have a big day out. Um, the Lions and the Crows at the uh, Gabba. I think yeah. this is actually a tasty matchup. Now it is, especially without uh, Walker as their yep. their linchpin. Mm. Um, the Crows have definitely bounced back, but uh, the Lions will believe. They'll believe they're a chance. Well, they will, yeah. How much better? Is it playing in a team where it's like, all right, lads, we got a bit of movement here. We can do this. Yeah. I'm actually excited to get up and, and play today. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were a, like a, say, Hipwood or Rainer or whatever, and you've been just getting beaten, 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 when Beams is up there trying to rev you up, saying, come yeah. on, guys, we can do this, you're like, yeah, fuck off, mate. But then you get three in a row and you play Adelaide, who are reasonably depleted. You have yep. to wake up thinking, no, no, we, we're a chance here. Yeah. Their, their full forward's not playing. Their full back's not playing. Yep. Mm. And you've got, yeah, a, every you've got a team that can run and really take on yeah. the Crows. Um, Obviously, Laird's going to be uh, take a bit of stopping, but I don't know. Maybe you're, you almost write him off and grow out the rest of the team. Yeah, grind out the rest. Yeah. Well, Laird v Beams, that's a, a great, you know, not one, they probably won't play on each other, no, but no, a, a no great way. sort of contest between them. Uh, if Cam Rainer can back up his form again, geez, he's a, he's a bloke that could be anything. Well, they're players now you've got to worry about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Hipwood's going to be uh, in for a big one too if, uh, if Talia especially doesn't play. He'll yeah. be playing mm-hmm. on someone like Hardigan. Yeah. Hardigan's had a few players take hold of him um, yeah. in the recent weeks, so um, that could be a challenge for him. Um, I don't know if I'm brave enough to tip Brisbane, but I'm, I'm talking myself into it again. It's at the Gabba, so look. There a chance? I need a roughie get up, so I'm on him. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Cats and Melbourne at, uh, uh, down at Goomba Stadium. Um, geez, I wish this was at any other ground. Yeah. 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 Melbourne... Uh, Criminally inconsistent sometimes. Yeah. They should they should win this. They need a top eight scalp. Yep. Um, I think John going to cross the line though. I think after the showing against Adelaide, where they you know they didn't play bad, had a, a good game. I think this is one where they're going to be like, all right. We need this, and with the experience that they've got coming into finals in eighth spot, you know they need every win from here on out, pretty much, yeah. to make sure they can actually you know maintain that position. So I think they'll come out firing and get across the line this one. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm on I'm on Melbourne just because I think if they lose, they don't play finals. Yeah, if they lose, it's, it's certainly a lot harder um, for them. But, but I think I think Cat's the ones that are going to drop out, so I've got to stick with that. Uh, Carlton and Hawthorne at Etihad Stadium on Sunday. You know what? Carlton are every chance. Well, I don't know about I that. I wouldn't say every. I don't know about that. They, they beat Hawthorne last week, and now Hawthorne haven't got a back line. Good thing is, Carlton haven't got a forward line. Yep, yep. And, um, yeah, no, I think Hawks will still have some sort of pride that are going to cross the line on this one. I think this is one of the ones where... The team that's off the field would be better than the team that's on. Oh, geez, it got close. Um, well, straight up, you say McAvoy's been in best season until his yeah. cheekbone fucked up. Sicily, definitely. Burgoyne, um, Will Langford, who's probably missing out on a VFL run or two. Uh, and then, you know, Doherty has been brilliant. Uh, Cruiser, who's at least exciting to watch occasionally. Well, he, he might come back in, Cruiser, because he, his was a heart issue, which is a funny old one. Isn't it? Yeah. And he's like the third player. Yeah, yeah, it's so just weird how that's clumped someone together. Someone sneaking him coke or some shit? 
I don't know if Cruiser would know how to do that. It could just be because you're monitored now, so it's maybe it's just through actually having proper reports of it. <laughs> maybe, maybe just running too close to some Wi-Fi and, or something <laughs> and getting interference. I don't know. Maybe the doctor's finding what they're talking about. Speaking of which, I don't know, just a bit of a, bit of a random side story. Max Holloway, who got, you know, yep. not in his fight. Um, first off, they said it was um, well, tainted water. Then they said it was concussion. Then they're saying he had a mild stroke when he was cutting weight. Fuck. I'm like, they got Doc Larkin over in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, I'm tipping Hawthorne, but if we wake up and then Carlton win, I, I won't be surprised, but that's the pessimist to me. Yeah, uh, i got Hawks winning this one. I think Hawthorne has got uh, football players. Eagles and the Bulldogs over there should be easy enough. Eagles get across the line, that one, yep. surely. And Port Adelaide are hosting the Giants at the Adelaide Oval. I like this. Oh, Ooh, what a game. This is going to be a good one. Jeez. If Robbie Gray's not playing, I'm on GWS. Surely uh, you can't play Robbie Gray. I, I can't say he can. He got I mean, killed. Surely. Yeah. They said he was out for 45 seconds. Jesus Although Christ. in fairness, Higgins did play the week after he got knocked the fuck out. So no. it's hard to say. But the way he looked, I would say you got to give him I up. I don't think day. Higgins did either. I think he played the next match, but it was by round or some shit. Like Higgins thought he played the next match. <laughs> yeah. he I think the Giants might do this, you know. I think they will too. I think, yeah, they're a team that needs to step up and, you know, knocking off the reigning premiers, that should give a bit of fire in the belly to make a run towards finals. It's too bad we're robbed of seeing... Gray and Wines take on uh, Kelly and um, what's his face? The rest of them. The rest of them, Shield. yeah. Shields, yeah. Shield, Ward. Yep. <laughs> Ward's been killing it the last couple of weeks. Yep. Um, even big uh, 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 forward. I've gone blank now. Yeah. Um, but uh, Toby Green back as well. Yeah. Yep. Second is, up. Is Lids far away? Uh, he had a blinder in the kneeful. Yeah. So it, I think it's a, uh, a matter of if there's a spot for him. Okay. Well, if he gets in, I'm going to change my tip for uh, Thursday night St. Kilda or bit Richmond. Right. All right, uh, I think the Giants on that one. All right, that'll do us. See you. Peace. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.